0: Welcome to African Heroes, where we bring you inspirational and motivational speeches from our heroes. Today Ghana is the leading recipient of foreign direct investment in West Africa. To foster our development, we will look West, East, North and South without prejudice. But there should be no surprise if we are more welcoming, to those who are prepared to invest in our priority areas. There are increasingly loud anxieties being expressed about the close relations developing between China and Africa, including our own country of Ghana. And some have allegedly seen in it a real danger of a new colonization of the African continent, this time by China. It is fair to say, that we are all much wiser about these things. And we're going to go into these new relations with our eyes wide open. Nobody is coming pretending to to be bringing God's word in one hand and taking our lands and resources (laughs) with the other. This time around, we will look after our interests in much the same way as we know all other nations that we deal with look after their own interests. We are not the only ones dealing with China, the world's second biggest economy. Everyone is dealing with China, and we're doing so with our eyes wide open. Upon becoming president in January 2017, after two unsuccessful attempts, in 2008 and 2012. I put before the Ghanaian people an ambitious program of socio-economic transformation, hinged on restructuring the institutions of our governance, modernizing our agriculture to enhance its productivity, expanding rapidly our industrial sector, and rationalizing the financial sector to enable its support growth in agriculture and growth in manufacturing and industry. It is my view that this is the best way to build a robust economy, create progress and prosperity for the Ghanaian people, and lead the country to a situation beyond aid. That is indeed our goal, a Ghana beyond aid. A Ghana capable of mobilizing her own material and human resources to build a strong economy which can generate prosperity for the mass of her people. A Ghana no longer dependent On handouts and charity. The first order of the day has been to get the fundamentals of the Ghanaian economy right. With some degree of success we have ensured the growth of our economy and all the fundamentals of our macroeconomy are pointing in the right direction. Indeed the Ghanaian economy whose growth rates stood at 3.6 percent in 2016, the lowest in two decades, grew by 8.5% in 2017, our first year in office, and by 6% last year. This year, at 7.9%, we're projected to be one of the fastest growing economies in Africa. Inflation is now in single digits, down from the 15.4% in 2016. We've reduced the fiscal deficit from 9.3% in 2016 to 3.7%. And our trade balance account, for the first time in more than a decade, recorded a surplus in 2017 and is expected to remain in surplus. My government has also embarked on building a workforce that is equipped and skilled and can compete effectively on the global market to propel our swift industrial development. The countries that have made rapid progress around the world put education at the heart of their development. Ghana, under my leadership, is following suit. We're making sure that every Ghanaian child, through our free high, high school, senior high school policy, has access to a minimum or secondary school education. Already, the free SHS policy, introduced for the first time by my government in 17, in September 2017, has resulted in 270,000 more students gaining access to senior high school in 2017 and 2018 than in 2016. We're bringing legislation to redefine basic education as education from kindergarten up to the end of senior high school and to make it compulsory for all of Ghana's children. The process of reviving Ghanaian agriculture is ongoing with a program we have dubbed Planting for Food and Jobs. Beginning with 200,000 farmers in 2017, scaling up to 500,000 in 2018, and a projected one million farmers this year, we're providing them with improved seeds, subsidized fertilizers, and extension offices who have been previously non-existent. Through the program, we've managed to engineer a revival of Ghanaian agriculture from a growth of 2.9% in 2016 to 8.4% in 2017, 6.8% in 2018, and a projected 7.3% in 2019. And we have also increased significantly the production of staples. There's been food, and for the first time in a long while, we had more than we needed. Again, for the first time in a long while, exports of food Crops were made from Ghana to our neighbors in Burkina Faso, Togo, and Cote d'Ivoire in considerable quantities. As a relatively new entrant in the league of all producing countries, we have two options about what to do with the oil. One, to treat it like we have done with gold, and allowed to be exported in its raw material form as crude. Or two, use it as an appropriate vehicle to transform the structure of our economy through industrial and value-added commercial activities. We're determined to use our oil revenues to create assets, not waste it on consumption and accumulate debt, simply because people will lend us money now that we have oil. We're also very desirous of developing strategic industries out of our abundant natural resources of bauxite and iron ore. We have established by statute a public commercial corporation, the Ghana Integrated Bauxite Development Corporation to assemble the relevant financial resources for the full exploitation and development of the entire value chain in Ghana of our large bauxite deposits. Aluminum, as we know, is a metal of the future, and we intend to be an important producer. By the same token, we have decided to exploit our substantial iron ore and manganese develop- deposits situated in the western and northern regions of our country to build an integrated steel industry to serve the needs of our country and, re- and region. We shall be establishing shortly a Guyana Iron and Steel Development Corporation to spearhead this development. We have also instituted a policy of one district, one factory to engineer the process of rural industrialization, creating jobs in the countryside and halting the rural urban drift of our youth, which is one of the greatest threats to the coherence and stability of our nation. Our overarching goal to diversify our economy and the modest successes chalked in reviving the Ghanaian economy and creating a business friendly environment have received major boosts. With the announcement made by global car giants such as Volkswagen of Germany, Sinotrack of China, Nissan and Suzuki of Japan. Of their dis- established decision to establish very soon assembly plants in Ghana. With the intention in the medium term of producing their vehicles in the country. Tech giant Google has also decided to base its African Artificial Intelligence Center in Ghana, the first first in Africa. (laughs) U.S. global energy giant ExxonMobil and the big Norwegian oil and gas company Akka Energy have both signed agreements with the Ghana National Petroleum Corporation, GNPC, to undertake deep water, oil, and gas exploration and production. Our projection is that from the new discoveries, our production of crude oil will rise from the current amount of 200,000 barrels per day to 500,000 barrels per day by 2024. We're also at the same time not forgetting about the development of our renewable energy and have committed ourselves to make solar energy 10% of our energy generation mix By 2020, from the current level of 1%. Today. If you enjoy this video, don't forget to share your comments below and subscribe to our channel for more exciting videos coming up.